This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And I feel like, I, I know that we I know that we did a show for last week, but I feel like I haven't seen you in a while, big it's guy. It's been a while. It's been two weeks since I've seen you. Um, I know we, like I said, did a show last week, but we recorded two in one weekend. Because you were at San Diego, not San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> I wish. wish. But... You were at Wizard World last weekend. I'm going to ask you about that, but we're going to save that for the third Final. topic, only because that's what it is. But I'll ask you right now. Did you have a good time? Just it was general, good. It was a great time. You have a fun time? I heard the fire alarm got pulled at uh, <laughs> that was in the morning on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, that was um, interesting. So like Dave said, you froze your nips off because uh, it was a little chilly? I was fine. I think that's what he mentioned. Or Dave it was, was just cold, everyone baby. was freaking just, why am I out here at two in the morning? I think it was but, more so that. We're going to talk At least about, that was my feeling. We're going to talk about that a little bit more because the last topic we're going to talk about is conventions that we've always wanted to go to and kind of ask you the same thing. We're also going to look at DC and Marvel. Could DC be outproducing Marvel by 2020? And then we're also going to look yet again at the James Gunn firing and how it will affect the MCU Phase 4. Before we get into everything, though, got to give you a little housekeeping spiel. Number one, if you want to help support us, if you want to be the first patron to be on the Rick and Johnny podcast, we have never had a patron on the Rick and Johnny podcast. You could be the first one. Make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most available podcast. You can also get our sick MVP t-shirt. That also is down below in the description as well. You can also get that at mostvaluablepodcast.com where you can also catch MVP each and every day. And last but not least, Make sure to go on to iTunes, go on to Apple Podcasts, even if you're on YouTube and I'm looking at you right now. I'm looking at you, Steve. Steve, I'm watching you. Go to iTunes, go to Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating and let us know why you like listening to the podcast each and every week. But Johnny, for the unth millionth time, 15th millionth time, whatever number, arbitrary number you want to put in front of it, we are going to talk about the James Gunn firing Yet again. But this time, we're going to look at how it affects the MCU's Phase 4. So the first thing I want to get into before we talk Phase 4 and beyond is just Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be delayed indefinitely, which first off affects Phase 4 and what we're going to see from Guardians 3, obviously. But also it could affect what Avengers 4 is doing. It could affect Avengers 4 in some way. So the first thing I kind of want to ask you before we get into Phase 4 is what do you think is going to be the outcome when it comes to Guardians 3? Because there's a huge question mark on it now, basically with them saying, oh, it's delayed indefinitely. See, <clears throat> with the delay indefinitely, I mean, yeah, the Russos probably have some uh, something mm-hmm. planned to go around it because they have what plans on plans usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does put kind of a snafu in what they were planning right now. As for affecting Avengers 4, since the movie comes out before, I don't know how much it will actually like have to change it because mm-hmm. they can still end up with the same results as long as they don't leave it too open-ended. Well- and the quote that we got in from the article that I'm looking at that said that it could affect Avengers 4 
the quote that they have, and this is from Batista, who was speaking to Digital Spy. It says, Batista got candid about the difficult situation him and his Guardians co-stars are currently in with the departure of Gunn. Not one one to mince his words, especially with regard to the issue at hand. Um, He shared that while he finished filming his scenes for Avengers 4, he really doesn't know if they will be used in the final cut of the film. He says, it's kind of a strange situation to be in now where we've lost our director for Guardians. Guardians 3 is really up in the air, and I don't know what they're going to do with it. It's on permanent hold for now, and that may that may make a difference in what they do with our characters in Avengers 4. To be honest with you, right now, I really don't know. But I know I'm in Avengers 4. I've shot most of it already. I do have two days of reshoots. But other than that, I have some really great scenes that I hope they use. But I guess that it remains to be seen what they'll do with the characters. And then there was another article basically where people were like, whoa, you're kind of spoiling stuff, Batista, because how do we know you're going to come back since you were one of the ones that faded away in the snapture? And he said um, this was with – is this with the same uh, one? I'm looking really quick. This was with Good Morning Britain. He said, we definitely see more Guardians in the upcoming Avengers, which we've already shot. Oddly enough – I guess I wasn't supposed to say anything, but I was already saying before Avengers 3 was released that I had already filmed Avengers 4 and was signed on for Guardians 3, so I must come back somehow, dot, dot, dot. It's comforting, but at the same time, I felt a sense of guilt because I don't know if I was supposed to say something and nobody told me not to say anything. So that is really the main crux of how it could affect Avengers 4 is whether they reshoot Guardians characters and those scenes to set up Guardians 3 or if there are scenes where it's like, ah, we're going to cut this. We're going to leave that to Guardians 3 now and the new director. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They could um, cut a few scenes out here and there, but Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't feel like it's terribly detrimental. All they got to do is take stuff out that sets up a Guardians 3. But or are they going to? They're not going to have. I don't, not even touch it because they don't know who the director is going to be. Well, it's not. It's not even that. Like they're going to bring back the Guardians. Yeah. At least everyone except Gamora, because Gamora didn't just de- yeah. go away from the snap. So they're going to set up Guardians. However, mm-hmm. like they have to, so it's probably not too open. It's like, hey, the Guardians did their thing. They're off. The Guardians will return in Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Super open-ended. They could be anywhere. <laughs> like, they may not even do that then. I feel like they, you have to have it open-ended with them. Like, I don't I mean, I don't mean open-ended in mm-hmm. the sense of, like, you need to leave it open-ended where you don't have a bunch of questions. Yeah. Like, they leave. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. You, we don't need to know what happens to them after it necessarily. Yeah. Like, you don't set I mean, it up to where they're like, we need to get this done. Because correct oh, me if no, I'm wrong, do this. James Gunn was kind of, like... He wasn't working on Avengers 4, but, like, for the Guardian scenes, he was working with the I think he was, yeah. To keep the same kind of feeling feeling that the Guardians had in their movies. And thenceforth, it's also like, okay, this is what you guys are doing in Avengers 4. This is also what we want to do in the future. So this will possibly set up for 
what we're going to see with Guardians in the future. Yeah. The other thing, and I wasn't going to bring this up in at first originally, but I will now since we're talking about reshoots and stuff, is there was another article, if I can find it, that is saying that for reshoots for Avengers 4, mm-hmm. they are doing a lot of adding Black Panther and adding Wakanda for those reshoots. Hmm. Yeah, Avengers 4 reshoots reportedly adding more Black Panther and Wakanda. So now after we're talking about this and seeing the Batista comment of like, hey, they could cut stuff. Do you think they would cut Guardian stuff in Avengers 4 to leave it a little bit more open-ended and not step on whatever new director comes in? Mm -hmm. That's a whole another bag of spaghetti that um, we have yet to get into. But do you think they could be like, oh, we're going to cut some Guardian scenes and replace them with more Black Panther and more Wakanda because he is becoming the more popular of the He's Marvel an up and coming Marvel right hero. Yes. Yeah. So they might do that just to like, hey, we need to supplement because, time. Because his film is up for a most popular award. Not best picture, most popular. I didn't know that Johnny. was a thing. Yeah. So um, what they're doing for the Academy Awards is for you guys too. I think it's the Oscars or the Academy Awards. I think they're the same thing. But for films that don't really fit best picture and what they want in best picture, they made a separate category called most popular where Chadwick Boseman is basically I'm paraphrasing here but this is like the sense I'm getting is basically no bullshit I want a best picture if I win I want a best picture I don't want this most popular crap at least I want best at least he doesn't want the participation award yeah no that's basically what it is but (laughs) so kudos on him with my original question what were you gonna say so kudos to him um yeah, maybe they just want to wait. Like, hey, we have a time slot to fill. Mm-hmm. Let's switch it up with some Wakanda stuff. We'll set up. We'll start sending out Black Panther, and then they'll do whatever they need to do for that. Because we have a Black Panther two film coming mm-hmm. out. We have a Spider Man two film coming out. Um, we have other movies coming out. So they're gonna kind of they'll, they'll find the way to work around the Guardians thing. Mm-hmm. But at some point, they're probably gonna try and find someone to replace James Gunn. Because you're not going to not make the Guardians film because that's mm-hmm. still going to make, A, that's still going to make you money. That's Disney's thing. Yeah. Two, you know someone's going to want to see it no matter what. It's like, okay, James Gunn got fired. Mm-hmm. We're still going to go see it. Yeah. I mean, it's Marvel and it's a superhero movie. Exactly. And just pick the right well, director that gives it the same feeling. And I'm just going to try s- to. I'm going to say this as a little quip and it just, you hit me in a certain situation right now where you said we're still going to go see it. So the big thing for me that I think of is are the people that said they weren't going to go see it going to see it? We'll never know. The big thing was don't fire them because they were said before you hired them, stand by your guns. <laughs> guns, James Gunn, James Gunn and his brother. They're both they're both related to the movie. That was a no pun intended, but it, it worked out keep that way. Keep the pun. We're going to stand keep by that. your gun. Hashtag stand by your gun. And stick with your guns? Yeah, stick with your gun. Well, not, we want to make it singular, G-U-N-N. Okay, okay. St- my bad. Stick with your gun. And for those where they're like, I'm not going to go see this movie, fine. Let's see it. Like, call their bluff kind of a thing, but that's just no, what I agree. sparked into my head after you said that. The other thing I was going to say, the only thing we have about the reshoots is um, the Twitter at... Atlanta filming said, based on the locations and the casting, it looks like hashtag Avengers 4 will have a whole lot more hashtag Black Panther in 
it then hashtag Avengers Infinity War. So that's less less a reshoot and more an addition of goodness. So I mean, hmm. really, is it an addition? Is it reshoots? We'll have to wait and see. But for me, before we get into the phase four, the last thing that you mentioned that I want to touch is the director for Guardians 3, because Dave brought up an interesting point to me. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. You can check out the original um, videos for that. I think this is the third time we're touching the game, the James Gunn firing in some way. And before we had mentioned, oh, what directors could come on? And you mentioned Taika Wahiti. Yeah. And... That's one right away. I'm like, boom, that would be perfect. He's already worked with Marvel. He's got that same humorous style. But Dave threw a little curveball into Thor, this. So we know how to... we we have an example already of what he can do. And Dave threw a curveball at me when we were out to dinner on Friday. He goes, "Yeah, but it's more of a a writer, a screenwriter, like I guess the guild. Mm-hmm. It's more of them than anything else because." It's kind of like when you have a union that's on strike and then so-and-so still goes to work, you're crossing that picket line. Yeah, but is there really anyone on strike? No, they fired. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the guild, if the guild is not okay with the firing, and because that's a thing, too, they're going to rewrite Guardians because, like we've talked about before, they're going to rewrite that script to take out everything that James Gunn's name is on. Which is a shame. Because they just don't want his name anywhere on the product. And I get that. They don't even I want guess I get screenplay that. or scripted written by James Gunn. I guess to some degree I get that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's like I don't because yeah. he did a great job and he does a great job. But they don't want that want stain to... on yeah, the movie, exactly. Johnny. And yeah, that's Disney. the thing with the Gilroy. If they're not okay with this, then it's like, all right. All of you are a part of this union, so by you accepting this, you're going again, and it's a sticky situation of, it's like, yeah, I get to write this then, but then I'm basically going against the union. Yeah, but is there a difference between like, oh, I'm rewriting it, or the director going, I'm just directing it? I think they're one and the same. It's basically okay. you're a Maybe. part of – if you're a part of the union, you're one big team. And if one of you gets screwed over, are you going to capitalize off that for your own gain? And that's the sticky situation of yeah. why it's indefinite right now and who's going to fill that sh- that shoe because there might be some people that go, yeah, I would like to because they haven't even interviewed anyone for no, it yet. No, that's true. And I mean they've got time – I mean they've got time because – Eventually, it's going to have to go into production soon because 2020 is coming up, and yeah. I'm assuming it wants to come out in that time. But that's the curveball that Dave threw in with the whole Screenwriters Guild and how that could be playing into this as well. Yeah, you know, it, it's that makes it a sticky situation. But the one, like you and I just discussed mm-hmm. real quick, I'm just going to say it would be Taika Waititi. Yeah, he would be the perfect one. I think so, because we already seen an example of what he can do. Mm-hmm. It has generally the same humor mm-hmm. and then you know what it i it's just all about the if this the guild decides well yeah. we don't want any of you guys if you work on it you're kind of going against everything well, and i don't know if it's a definite like hey don't do this but it's kind of like that 
it's not a hard rule, but it's like a hey, you're gonna be looked down on if you take this yeah. kind of a thing, and we're all gonna judge you. At the same time, really it's gonna hard. be at some point, it's someone's gonna have to take it because mm-hmm. no one there. No, I don't think even the guild. I don't think is gonna like ostracize a Disney film Cause, forever because Disney's doubled down and said they're not rehiring James Gunn. Yeah, they have doubled down and said they are not. So I mean, I'll bas- make- basically, then we're in that standoff of like. Are they going to rehire James Gunn? Although they said they haven't. I, whenever they say stuff like that, I don't believe it because at any time they could say, well, you know, we thought about it. We're going to rehire him kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Very true. So, I mean, just because they've doubled down and said, no, I'm not expecting it to happen, but I'm not going to say it's a 0% chance. We're kind of in the standoff right now. The last thing we'll mention is, and this is usually we try to start with this first, but this one has a whole lot to unpack. We looked at, Guardians, we looked at Avengers 4. What does this firing mean for Phase 4, though? For the entire Phase 4? Because from what we understand, yes, there are things that the Russos are doing that are more Earth-based. But there was going to be a lot more cosmic stuff, which James Gunn was going to kind of lead this cosmic universe within Phase 4. Was. Yeah, was because he's not well. There I anymore. mean, they could still because I know um, Hemsworth said he would be willing to do more films. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily stuck to Earth based. No, yeah. he's an Avenger. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, we just saw in Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. perfect example of hey, we can have a space based film film and not just be Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's one start. You can have one of the like a Thor tie in. Well, once we get that, like the the paperwork goes through. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Thor film can introduce Silver Surfer or Beta Ray Bill because we already had Maybe. we had an Easter egg of Beta yeah, Ray Bill. Yeah, we did. He had the he was one of the former champions. Exactly of the not the collector, the Grandmaster. Yes. So that brothers. Could, <laughs> exactly brothers got to mix. Maybe up. tie that in somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. There's a bunch of stuff they can do, and like Thor can in Thor Rag not Thor Ragnarok because that would be a specific movie. Thor any Thor movie. Can introduce that if you really mm-hmm. wanted it to, especially with the power of the Bifrost in the hammer now. Yeah, and I mean that to or me. Axe. Yeah, hammer. with Stormbreaker. Well, Thank it's an you. Axe hammer kind of a thing. Yeah, I know. Um, there's to me three major points to this phase four. Okay. The first, and they all have to do with Guardians 3. Guardians 3 is the linchpin in this. Yeah. Where the first one, and I'll go least important to most important in my mind. The least important is the future of the Marvel stars for Guardians Mm -hmm. because – and I say that's the least important because we were expecting for many of them that Guardians 3 was going to be the last. Oh, we're going to get a new roster for Guardians in the maybe like four or five um, that we would get if they keep doing Guardians movies. Like we would maybe expect like Star-Lord to Chris Pratt to move off, maybe do some more – Lego and Jurassic World movies, which mm-hmm. interesting point that I got brought up this week by a video that I was watching. Um, they had mentioned that one of the real things that if like Batista comes out and stands his like takes his stand with James Gunn, the big one would have been Chris Pratt. Well, if he would have said, "Hey, you know, if you don't bring James Gunn back, I've got Jurassic World and I've got the Lego movies that I can go, I can go spend more time." In those those movies, than I am with your Star-Lord character. I can do that if you want. I don't want to do that, but I could. Like, that was something that I looked at. I'm like, man, I knew, like, because for me, I always felt that Chris Pratt is kind of like 
playing it safe towards like I am the I am the highest profile of these actors and actresses in this movie. I don't want to hurt my own self image. Yeah. Going to defend that. But that's a separate story. Um, but the future of the characters and what you're going to do in the future now with the Batista thing coming out changes that a little bit. The other two is basically the first one is if we're going importance is that Guardians 3 was going to expand the MCU cosmic um, future. The only thing that throws the linchpin here is who you bring in to set up the story for Guardians 3 and what that cosmic universe is seen at now. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more important than the actors because you can always recast and put whoever you want in those Guardians films, but it's not as important as the last one is that Guardians 3 delay, it creates a release problem because this was a movie that, like I said, they've got time, but from where we sit right now, beginning of September, they have September, October, November, December. They have four months before the hit month of they were supposed to start production in 2019 for then a 2020 release. Yeah. And that to me is the most important is how long is this delay going to go on and how is that then going to affect phase four? Because the only movie that Marvel has confirmed for phase four is the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. And if, let's say, Guardians does not start production soon enough and can't come out in 2020, what does that mean for the Doctor Strange sequel, the Black Widow movie that they like? Because Black Widow, Doctor Strange, and I believe there was one more. Oh, um, Eternals and Black Panther are kind of the four that people were thinking with really the Black Widow and Doctor Strange. Mm hmm. Being the ones that people are like, oh, that's what we could see in 2020. How does that affect that? But on the cosmic side, the only one that it would affect is the Eternals. Yeah. I'm going to you. I've oh. got nothing else. <laughs> um, Really, I don't, I don't know what to say with that. Do you think that, like, let's say it does get delayed for past January. Mm -hmm. What would you do if you were Kevin Feige in Marvel? Would you, all right, we're just going to do, like, Black Widow, like, Guardians was supposed to be here, and let's say, like, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, it's like, oh, we're taking this out, Black Widow and Doctor Strange get moved up a little bit. Move, I would say maybe move those up, um, anyone, like I said, the other thing I brought up earlier, you don't, you're not stuck with them as being the ones that introduce people in space now. Yeah. We have Thor, like, okay, can we pump out a Thor film that fast? Can mm -hmm. we, can we incorporate Doctor Strange into bringing someone in that we wanted to? Could you do a Doctor Strange... Could you do a Doctor Strange movie and then, like, the teaser be, like, him and Thor and then using that to set up a Thor movie? Because I don't know if they you could. You could do that, yeah. Because I don't know if they could pump out a Thor movie as that quick. That quickly, yeah. No, with but, the short four months that we have before production would oh, need to for start that, then no, for yeah, Guardians 3. Uh, probably not. Um Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how fast Disney wants to work to, on you it. You need to write it, hire everyone, yeah, make no. sure everyone's so, on board. Not very likely, but mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's a no, but it's not very likely. Yeah, uh, They probably would more so probably pump out like the Doctor Strange film and mm -hmm. then readjust it to say, okay, introduce like the store element because now they the two of them work together. I mean, Doctor Strange did, he looked into, I know it's not cosmic, I guess you can say, but like he looked at Dormammu, 
which is not very Earth based. So it's looked like, into Loki. Could he look at? Because in the comics, he's also one that, like you mentioned, with Silver Surfer. Yeah. If and depending on whenever that deal gets final, and we for sure get X Men in the MCU, mm-hmm. could you set something up to like, okay, Guardians isn't going to take that first look into the cosmic. We're going to have Doctor Strange do that, and how is he going to do that while he is fighting Mordo? Because we're assuming he's going to be the bad villain, because yeah. that was after number one. There's also a side story of the Silver Surfer in some way. Um, okay, well, I want to say with that instead, it's, it's not really... Because I'm unpacking a lot. Um, Doctor Strange isn't really about space. Mm-hmm. His is more about dimensions. Yeah. So there's kind a difference. Of Rick and Morty. Yeah, exactly. I'll go mm-hmm. with that as an, an example. So it's not... It's, like it's, his time thing is like a portal gun where he can open uh, up different portals. So yeah, it's, no, it's, it's a time. sling ring. Yeah, he sling can ring open is up like different the portal. portals to different dimensions. Yeah, yeah, so the sling ring is like the portal gun. Mm-hmm. So what it is, is his is more a dimensional thing, which still, you can probably find some way to introduce other characters that mm-hmm. way. Thor is the one we have right now about space. Yeah, you could yeah. possibly have an Avengers in space type thing because they eventually start playing around with that too. But um, Thor's going to be your one since we don't really have Guardians to work with right now. So uh, you can like start like dimensional stuff and start bringing that around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not their one. We, we want to go universal. We want to go into, the, into space more so. But it's a start into something because, I mean, the other three... Um, what do we say? Black Widow, Black Panther, and... And the Eternals. Eternals, Eternals you need space. You mm-hmm. need someone to introduce, sort of introduce that. Because that also kind of relates to Thanos in a way. Like, Thanos yeah. isn't an internal, I don't think. No, he's not. But it relates a little bit to, like, they have something to do with Titan as well, and, like, all the different planets. I'm going to throw one out at you. Okay. What if Doctor Strange movie happens at the very end... And this would all depend on if Tony Stark doesn't die in Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark comes to Doctor Strange. The bros come together. And basically, he talks to him, invites him, opens the door. We see Charles, Richards. It's the Illuminati. It's the Marvel Illuminati that's basically like the behind-the-scenes members of, like, so you mean in like Civil War, they Civil had War, a so, we'll come, um, so it would be Charles Xavier. Yep. Um, Namor is in there, but, like, like the I think the two that they would need to kind of change a little bit is Namor, because we haven't had him yet, and Black Bolt. But, like, we have Doctor Strange. You can introduce a Charles Xavier. You can we you can introduce Reed Richards just by just showing. Yeah, exactly. And then, Even his name was in the movies once. Exactly. And... We do have Iron Man. We do have Tony Stark. So, I mean, the only ones you would have to change is, and Marvel has done this before, where it's basically, yeah, in the comics, we've got these two, but in the movies, instead of Black Bolt and Namor, it's going to be just two other people. Maybe, like, Black Panther. Well, Black Panther was part of that council. Yeah. Okay. And then, like... I'm trying to think of who are ones that could be part of that council then. The yeah, Thor is in charge of the Asgardian, so he's a leader of some group. Um, but like Charles Xavier and would be a great one to throw it in so there. so many times. They could, yeah. yeah. They changed. Um, try, I am really trying to think because uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a way to introduce either Namor or someone else. Cause because they've had products where it's like, oh, we're, we 
a Namor like TV series or a Namor movie. We just haven't had Namor yet. So it's yeah. like, are they going to do? Could they do this? And then that's a way to introduce Namor in some that way. That could be at least. A, and I wouldn't make it a way to introduce like multiple people. Just to but know, like introduce he's one. He's in the universe. Yeah, Namor. Like we don't even need to make a movie about him necessarily <laughs> now. But hey, Namor's in the universe. Same with yeah. Black Bolt. They kind of already did have Black Bolt, but that was uh, that was the, a very the, big fail. The one season I, or partial season from what series I heard, that from was. What, a, from I was gonna mention it was said, a fail. It's a fail. I heard it was a fail too. I didn't even check it yeah. out yet. Um, I heard so many bad things. But about Black it. Bolt was in the the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. That's what it was shown. At least the. Well, the TV but do you series want that universe. Black Bolt to still I didn't be. say that Black no, I'm Bolt. Just, I'm just saying, like, do you want that Black Bolt to still be in the universe, or do I, you want to redo it? Maybe redo it, mm-hmm. have a different Black Bolt, but that's why, like, hey, who are these two people on the council? Mm-hmm. But you have them in, like, the full garb yeah. of whatever they're supposed to wear. Like, Namor is dressed as Namor. Mm-hmm. Black Bolt is dressed as Black Bolt. Um, do you have any other, like, leadership? Well, ones we've already seen that are, like, a leader of a group. Unless they did, like, the the only thing I can think of is, let's say they're not going to do Black Bolt or Namor, mm-hmm. having Black Panther for the Wakanda side Which of things. Which he's supposed to be part of that council anyways. And maybe, like, a Nick Fury, depending on what happens I could with see him in... A Nick Fury or whoever is in charge at that point of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, because, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm part of this. We're, like, the MCU one might be um, Tony, Doctor Strange... Nick Fury, Black Panther of the characters we've already seen, then that way the only ones you're introducing is Reed Richards and Charles Xavier. Kind of showing, and that would be the first thing of like, hey, the deal went through, boom, they're all together. The Illuminati have been meeting secretly while everything else has been going on. Yeah. Just plotting and scheming. Here's another one, or even this is like their introduction to that Mm -hmm. Illuminati, as you're calling it. Yeah. Um, this is like, okay, no, no, we need to start this group so we all have a voice in what the hell's because going on. Because of what happened with Thanos. All, with Thanos, we mm-hmm. all need to have like a group, like we all need to talk. We yeah. all need to be part of this. Um, to put in that as well, um, let's say, because the contracts are up, Chris Evans doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to do it for other reasons I mean, as well. Because let's put it here. Um, it says, the Illuminati was a secret organization comprised of several of the world's most powerful superheroes, and then they name all of yes. them. These six men worked together for an unspecified amount of time to mold and shape the status of the superhuman world and the world around it. Yeah. Civil wars already happened. The Geneva Convention or the Geneva Accords have already happened. We know that, hey, you know what? All that's going on. We're kind of shook up right now. Tony's not talking to Cap and Hulk is like, what's going on? This is bigger than you two. Fucking get together and let's do this. This could be the start of, hey, Thanos happened. Civil wars going on. We need to all get together and that's why they bring in Charles of like, hey, Charles, we haven't had this problem yet, but it's coming the mutant way, too. Mm-hmm. And maybe that would be a cool, like, after credit scene, or maybe they set that up with Doctor Strange at the end of Doctor Strange to then leapfrog into event into phase four. And let's put it this way. Let's say Tony doesn't, or Tony, let's say Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to resign mm-hmm. his contract because, like, they're starting this thing idea up. By Panther. Can, Okay, again, Black Panther is part of it. what I'm trying to say. Oh, is, he's, so we're saying he's already a part of I'm it. Miss, okay. I'm saying he's already a part of it because he was already part of that group. Yeah. Um, the two, either two of the mm-hmm. other main Avengers could do it. 
Let's say I don't know whoever takes on the mantle of Cap. If um, Cap maybe moves on. if maybe if he does, um, if one of those two, or I'd say Thor or Banner could do it because they were mm-hmm. the one of the OG Avengers. They could. So it's like and Thor would bring in the cosmic side of cosmic things. side and like his, since he's already grew, he's leader. He's like not leader, but he's OG Avenger. He's leader of his guardians mm-hmm. and bring in the cosmic side or Banner because he's like, hey, I'm earthbound. I'm now out of the those main Avenger out of those two. I would pick Banner only because with Thor, it's like if it's a superhero, superhuman world and the world around it. Mm hmm. He's not going to be too concerned after Thanos is gone. He's not going to be too concerned with what's going on on Earth. He's going to be more concerned with make sure what's going on. In he's going to he's going to be policing things up again, basically, as he keeps having to do over and over again. And for that reason, I would go with Banner. Same. Banner is more Earthbound to things. And finally, like give him. I don't more. know how that helps the cosmic universe, but we'll see. I mean, he's the one that has ties with Thor, mm-hmm. and then that brings that in. So yeah, I mean, or like I said. I would say one of those two would be put on the like a seat at that con- mm-hmm. at that council. The council, yeah, and then that there you go. You have your Avengers tie in because, mm-hmm. t- like I said, only because I'm thinking I'm trying to think who else could be put in there because Evans and 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 Downey Jr. are not could be done. They could be done with the whole mm-hmm. thing after this. And I mean, like the I was telling you the Bruce Campbell comments of when he yeah. was like. He even mentioned in the comments that he made of like, yeah, I feel sorry for anyone who takes on a superhero role because they're like, great, you're in that fucking suit for 10 years. And I'm like, Tony Stark. Tony Stark's been in that suit for 10 years. Chris Evans has been in that suit for 10 years. Yeah, I know I said Tony Stark instead of Robert Downey Jr. That's how far it is right now. Um, To be fair, for Bruce Campbell, (laughs) the only thing I think of is, is Ash. Yeah, but I mean, it's... Like, uh, yeah, that's been a long time. And he's really, that's the only he thing just I put, knew so, him. Like what, one or two things, one or two years ago, he just had another Netflix series of the same thing, Evil Dead versus Ash. Yeah. So that's I'm the gonna, first thing I think of. I'm going to look up his uh, IMBD, uh, IM, IMDB. I, yeah, IMDB. I was like, am I saying it wrong? Yeah. His most popular movies known for Army of Darkness, which he was Ash, um, but, uh, but Bubba Hotep. Never, I've never seen that movie. Um, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, where yep. he was Ash. Yep. So, yep. I mean, yep. three of the four. He's <laughs> going to be in the Tangled TV series. Huh. Um, what else has he been in that's not considered that? Oh, he was in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Oh, wow. Hmm. He was in the Fargo TV series, Didn't Burn know. Notice TV series. He was, he was Winky the Gatekeeper in... Oz the Great and the Powerful. He, oh, he was a extreme reporter in the Amazing Spider-Man game. Huh. He's also in Cars 2. There's a little bit, but what do you know him for? You don't know him for all of that. I know, you know him, him as him Ash. For Ash from Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. But any final thoughts on this before we move on to some DC Marvel no, stuff? No, it'll be interesting what they... Uh what route they take yep. because of this guardian stuff. And this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What do you think about the James Gunn hiring? How does it affect guardians three? What will it mean for Marvel phase four? We've gone quite a bit on this one. We've mm-hmm. gone about over a half hour with this one. So let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. But Johnny, let's move on into the next topic we got. And we're still kind of looking at Marvel movies, but in a, in a different way, we're kind different of looking. Length. The question is, and I saw this on a Screen Rant article, 
where basically the question is that we're asking is could DC be outproducing Marvel by 2020? Their article said DC could be. So they're saying DC could be outproducing Marvel for these reasons. So on the Marvel side, they've pretty much established it's going to be three movies a year. They've been doing this since 2017, so last year. It's going to be boom, boom, boom. Like this year it's going to be Captain Marvel, it's going to be Avengers 4, it's going to be Spider-Man, and then whatever we get in mm-hmm. 2019 or in 2020. Yep. But for DC, there's a little bit more options. There's Birds of Prey, there's Boy. the bat like in 2020 there's Birds of Prey, The Batman, The Flash, Green Lantern. This year for sure alone we're getting a Shazam movie, we're getting Wonder Woman, we're getting a Joker movie, and we're getting um, next year. Aquaman. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, this year it's Aquaman, just Aquaman, Aquaman. This Aquaman. year, but 2019 is Wonder Woman, Shazam, and then a Joker movie. So it looks like for 2019, hey, we're gonna match you. But then in 2020, they could put out more movies. And the one reason why, the one reason that they put into, and this is the main thing I'm gonna hit when I start talking about this is that especially with Birds of Prey is an example of DC and their new approach with Warner Brothers, where now they've confirmed that it's going to have a smaller budget than previous uh, DC films, and it's going to be a little bit more of like, hey, these some of these movies are going to have smaller budgets, which means less pressure on the director and writers to, hey, this really needs to be a hit. Because we need to make our money back, let's be honest. If you just make it good on a smaller budget, then it's gonna make mo- mm-hmm. it's gonna make its money back because you're not spending so much on it. But also, it plays into hey, if we have these movies on smaller budgets, we can make more of them. So like the example I think of in my head is instead of making one BVS with that budget, split it in half, make two movies. And it kind of seems like that might be the goal with DC. I'll ask you, do you think DC will outproduce Marvel by 2020 in two years? Well, let's see. Let's put it this way. If they're going to start putting more money to small or less money on movies, basically more money into smaller budgets. Yeah. Um, that's a possibility then because they can pump out more movies, mm-hmm. not to mention the snafu now with, the as we talked recently, mm-hmm. uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy um, 3 snafu, I'm going to call exactly it. that's exactly why I it's had this like one gives them following a, our first topic. kind of gives them a springboard into mm-hmm. out-producing them. Now, the only problem then comes to you got to make sure you get some good directors to yeah. make these movies. Otherwise, you're just going to be pumping out quantity and not quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say BVS was quality. No, BVS sucked. And I'll <laughs> exactly. be the first to say that. But like you said. And I'm the you, DC fanboy. Exactly. And you, but you s- said you read a description that Aquaman, the movie coming out, uh, it looks like it's going. Yeah, it I, is, or it, I saw. So yeah, I saw you you article, say that you read the article. So I saw an you say article it. headline. I didn't even read the yeah. article. Like we okay. like we've talked about it on a podcast. It was I just saw the article headline. I went, oh, if that's true, that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Where it said basically the for like the screen the early screenings of Aquaman. Um, the reactions have been that it reminds people of a Phase One Marvel film, which, which I'm like, no, Iron Man's not a bad movie. No, it's not. Captain America: First Avenger, not a bad movie. 
Thor was okay. Hulk uh, we'll was see. okay. It wasn't, it wasn't as bad as the Hulk has been, but it's not great. I, like I said, okay. It's I didn't a, say it was great. It's not a bad movie. Like, <laughs> I said it's okay. Like if Aquaman is that, it's like, well, it's better than BVS. It's a step in the right exactly. direction. Exactly. It's a step it's in the right direction. What I'm looking at. I mean, maybe it's not Wonder Woman then, but yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman's Woman. like I'm a phase two, Wonder phase Woman three. To be really fucking good. <laughs> well, Wonder Woman was like a phase two, phase yeah. three movie mm-hmm. f- compared to Marvel ones. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even if Aquaman is just like a phase one movie, mm-hmm. fantastic. They're going in the right direction, but you want to make sure you make movies like that and not like put not to throw out a small budget and make another BVS. Mm-hmm. You don't want something quality like that because. Uh, even like I shouldn't say quality like that. Yeah, unless you make sure you like th- those are your simpler films. Like I wouldn't make the Flash. I wouldn't make Green Lantern mm-hmm. or any of your main um, Justice League members that smaller film. Maybe something from the Bat Family. Maybe something from uh, Birds of Prey, like you said. Um, the, even the Joker movie. Make those those smaller budgets because you're not working with as many characters mm-hmm. or with as main a character as you want your. Green your Justice League to be well, and the interesting thing, and the one that I'm kind of looking at right now is basically the thing that you mentioned, where you said that, oh, well, you know, you got to make sure that you're getting the actors, you're getting the directors, but with the smaller budgets, mm-hmm. what that also means is if you're going to have a smaller budget, you're not going to have. Like, you're not going to have directors like the Russo brothers no. on these projects. Oh, I didn't even say actors. I'm saying I, your, you meant you, directors is what, that's what you I meant. meant. Yeah. But it's like, you're not going to get those high profile directors. Like, I'm just quickly looking up the, let's see, I pulled up The Flash and Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to pull up The Batman. And then what was the other one that could be out in 2020? It was Birds of Prey. It was The Flash. It was um, Matt Reeves' The Batman, and I believe there was one more. No, The Joker's 2019. I'll figure it out. But basically from what I've been looking at is, oh, Green Lantern Corpse, which I don't even know if they've got a director for that yet. But what I've been looking at, out of those movies, Mm -hmm. the only one to have, to me, the most high-profile director, I would say, would be The Batman. Like... Yeah, Green Lantern Corps doesn't even have a director yet. Um, but, like, Matt Reeves is on the Batman. That would probably be the director you're paying the most most for. Um, the Flash has two. Um, obviously, we've talked about them before. I believe both of them writ, wrote, I almost said writ, wrote um, Spider-Man Homecoming. You've mm-hmm. got John Francis Daly, who the last thing that he directed was Game Night. He's directed Vacation, which was in 2015, which I think was the Ed Helms um, vacation kind of spinoff. Yeah, it was the um, the Ed Helms vacation remake um, from the Chevy Chase one. Hmm. Um, then you have Game Night, which was in 2018. Then you also have Jonathan Goldstein, who also directed Game Night and also directed Vacation with um, John Francis Daly. So it's like lesser names i would say but you've got some repertoire there and both of them wrote spider-man homecoming yeah. so they have that background with it but like birds of prey it's going to be interesting and i really i'm not against this because it's the same thing on the actor side mm-hmm. where it just depends on how they're going to be and if it's going to be good um like for the birds of prey movie the director is kathy yan 
and I hope I pronounced that right. The last thing that she's directed was it's called Dead Pigs. I've never heard of it. And I'm not saying like, oh, she's a small up-and-coming director. This is going to be terrible. I'm not saying that. It's just she's one that's probably the least well-known out of any of the directors for these three movies so far because everything else has been, according to my mother, Downriver, Last Night, all of those are shorts. Mm -hmm. They're not even like full movies. It's just shorts. So that's what you can do then with smaller budgets is – we're not going to go and try to get the big names. We've got our big names. We've got Ben Affleck. We've got Gal Gadot here. We've got a Margot Robbie with Harley Quinn. But we're going to fill those people with a supporting cast that might not be trying to hit the home run with the big name and just trying to find good people that fit the role. I'm going to say this. He's going to change after this Spider-Man Far From Home when he gets a new contract. But kind of like Tom Holland. For Spider-Man. Not many people knew who Tom Holland was. Now everyone knows who he is. That's what I'm saying, actually. You don't need to go with the bigger name actors like mm-hmm. for these other films that you're doing the lower yeah. budgets for. You get like the maybe better directors so you know, hey, mm-hmm. they're going to point these kids like up and coming kids that are like starting to get their like acting chops yeah. like they did with some Tom Holland for example I've never heard of him before Spider-Man mm-hmm. or I know there's other examples do you got any for me real quick So and I was I was pulling up Tom Holland before Tom Holland was Spider-Man so before the Homecoming he was in Pilgrimage The Lost City of Z Edge of Winter Oh technically it was in Civil War so I mean technically I mean, you yeah, could say before still, Civil War um, in the heart of the sea, um, and then he was in Billy Elliot, How I Live Now, Lock Moments, The Impossible, and then the UK version of the Secret World of Aretini. Aretti. Um, that was 2010. So before Civil War, even after Civil War, before Homecoming, not many things I have seen. I wouldn't say I. I not one of those things sparked off like a oh no, I know what that exactly. is kind of a thing. But I'm saying like up like more up and coming actor mm-hmm. actors and actresses like that. That's so what they don't can do. Have Tom Cruise play Green Lantern. Got it. <laughs> um, I mean, you can. <laughs> anyways, because um, that's what we talked about last yeah. week. Yeah, don't don't want him anywhere near my DC. No, um, maybe uh, have like the up and coming actors do these smaller roles, like mm-hmm. Nightwing, whoever else you're gonna throw in there for the smaller budget films. Mm-hmm. And then have like a little bit better of a director so they can push them in the right direction and tell them, okay, this is what I want out of you. This is okay, no, no, this is what I need out of you. Yeah. And have someone that's willing to do that with them mm-hmm. so you get the nice film with the lower budget. Yeah. And I mean, and then save your larger budgets for Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. <gasps> Why can't I think of the name? Mm-hmm. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. I was waiting for it. I'm like, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Um, and the two Martian Manhunter, <laughs> and the two names that, and I'm going to use this as an example because we're mentioning Birds of Prey. Um, two of the names that they have mentioned that could be or are in relation to it is, for example, for the Huntress, mm-hmm. there could go out and get someone like Francesca Rossino. I hope I said that right, Rossino, and then Andy Mack, who she is. They're eyeing her to play. Um, the Cassandra Kane role in Birds of Prey. And really quickly, just to look up, I mean, I'm going to see what 
Oh, Andy Mack, is she the one that was a Disney star? Is that who that was? Um, but like Fran Francesca, what she has been in is so let's see, pre pro so she was in Trust, which was a short, Dietland, which was a TV series. Um, but she was only like the magazine employee and she was in the pilot episode. I think if I'm not mistaken, Dietland is on TV Land. Um Yes, that is exactly the show I'm thinking of. It's on AMC. Um, Diet Land is the one where it's like the, um, the she's a ghostwriter for the editor of the New York Hottest Fashion Magazines, um, and she's struggling with self-image, um, and then she's fed up with how she's treated by her boss in society. Hmm. Um, so I remember seeing commercials for that, actually. So she was in that, but as a magazine employee... And then basically one episode, two episodes of like Succession, which was a TV series, Farm Kings, which was a TV series. And then she was in one episode of the Vinny Vela show. So it's like very up and coming to where it's like I've been in some TV series, but it's like one, two episodes. And like I said, for the Dietland one, it's like, oh, I was in an episode. Yeah, I was just the magazine employee. So like. When you look at the resume, it doesn't have a huge, like, this is Ben Affleck, this is how many movies he's been in kind of a thing. Yeah, um, honestly, I'm not sure what, where to... Uh... I'll ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. With everything now that we've talked about, what are if you had to put a percentage on it, what's the odds that DC outproduces... Marvel by 2020. And let's say we're going to go with the idea that they're both plans or like what they're taught, what we're talking about now actually goes through. Yes. On each side. Yeah. Because it sounds like for 2019, it's going to be three each. And it looks like Marvel is just going to keep the three each because that's what they do. But let's be honest on the Marvel side, they could see DC throw out a couple more movies, go screw that low budget stuff. We got the mouse behind us. Here's some X-Men movies on top of what we're doing. They could do that, but I feel like Marvel doesn't want to, like, rush. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. we'd rather just make sure we have the quality out there mm-hmm. and not rush our films because that's what they tend to do. Or they just say, hey, we, like, we don't have to, ru- like, it's not rushing. We have that quality. Boom, there you go, kind of. Like, maybe thing. throw out one. They, I don't know if they're going to, like, try and compete with throwing out as many films as DC. Mm-hmm. So DC may eventually start outproducing out them if DC follows through with what they're saying with yeah. this. What I think is going to happen with Marvel is they'll go, yeah, you know what? DC's pulling out all these movies, but mm-hmm. here's another big one. Bam, and just, like, drop, like, an X-Men right there in front of you guys that yeah. we've wanted to see a Disney's X-Men. Mm-hmm. And that Andy Mack star that I was yeah. talking about, she played Andy Mack, which was a TV series for Disney. Yeah, that's what I was so kind of looking up that, before. And like, that would be an interesting one. Of I know it's a Disney Channel star, like yeah. TV series, but hey, you uh, used to do this TV series from 2017 to 2018 with Disney. Now you're coming over working for uh, Bugs Bunny and Warner Brothers, <laughs> going to do a DC movie, but. Disney ostracizes you now. And that's the thing that I brought up that I'll ask you last is the thing that we've been talking about budgets a lot in this and kind of playing into why DC can pump out more movies. Will it matter, though, in the end? Because the I'll, I'll ask it very frankly. Will it matter? Because no matter what, Marvel will have the power of the mouse behind it. 
Yeah, they do. Um, like it, Disney, it's just like Disney's that parent where it's like, hey, mom, I need this for here. You go. Just no questions asked. How much is it? 500? All right, there you go. There you go. Like, good. never have to be like, oh, I don't know if we have that. Like, here you go. Here's no, no, you got the money. That's the parent that the mouse is and yeah. what Disney will give its movies, especially Marvel, who they spit out a Marvel movie and they make billions. I think they're going to be billions a while. Billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions. But go on before we make that um, Trump reference. We already did. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're going to... It's going to be a while before, like, the mouse slows down. Mm-hmm. They're going to do as much with this Marvel Universe as they can until it starts to... There's, like, oh, shit, we got nothing left. Until that grape is all squeezed. Exactly. That, ju- that last juice hits the floor. Yeah. I mean, that's a weird way to put it, but sure. Or they've got the no shoes on. They're kind of like me in the studio with their bare feet just smashing those grapes in the... Uh, what is it, like a wooden tub that they're yeah. in? They're just smashing those grapes, trying to get everything out of this Marvel thing while they can. No, and it's going to be a while still, I feel mm-hmm. like, because they, they're, especially if they get this contract to finally go through, Yeah, um, they're going to have so much more to work with, mm-hmm. the Fox affiliate stuff, affiliated stuff. Which, I mean, to be honest, we're kind of saying, oh, they're kind of stuck for three movies. If they then have their own Fox division of the MCU... They're who's, not three movies. Who's to say they're like, hey, let's throw out four movies and there's an extra X-Men movie. Yeah. Like a Mar- a Avengers movie, a X-Men movie, and then two movies that are Stand-alones. set off to the side. Exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, here's our two standalones mm-hmm. for this year. Here's our X-Men movie. Here's our, um, well, why I couldn't think of Avengers. Here's mm-hmm. our Avengers movie. Okay, we're set for the year. Yeah. Or, hell, they could say, you know what? I want to do standalone from this, our original MCU, mm-hmm. and this one from our original MCU, an X-Men movie, an Avengers movie, and let's do a standalone from the, the X-Men as well. Mm-hmm. They could go and start putting five out. No, they could easily. And um, the the thing with DC, and I want to make a go ahead. I want to make a Marvel Alpha Flight movie. Why? Okay, do it, Mouse. And that's awesome. <laughs> exactly, and that's awesome. It's just a Canadian X. It's a Canadian Avengers. Exactly, it's basically the, what it is. A with it's maybe Canadian Avengers. If you made an Alpha Flight movie, because. Deadpool has referenced Alpha Flight. He has. Um, it was on top of the taxi, one of the signs. Yes. Um, if you made an Alpha Flight movie, would Wolverine be in it? I think it, he should. Or would you make an Alpha Flight movie post-Wolverine leaving Alpha Flight? Ooh, that would be interesting, but I wouldn't because you want to have that one... You would use his one... popularity to bring people yes, into Yes, exactly. Because, okay. I mean, do you really know Puck or... Uh, Sasquatch. I've never read a single Alpha Flight comic. <laughs> I, I haven't be... read a comic either. I just know them because I've researched them. I've read Wolverine comics. <laughs> exactly. I have not read a single Alpha You're telling Flight me you've never yet. read about Puck or Sasquatch or I can't remember wrong, anyone else. The wrong Sasquatch is what I'm reading about. <laughs> kind of staying up late. Is the Sasquatch real? Is he going to take all my beef jerky? I have no idea, man. And I'm, kind of, bed, I'm kind of freaking out. Yeah, that there. Wow, that's a throwback <laughs> for us. Yeah, that, that is a Fred. throwback joke of Park Ranger Johnny. When I was in school with you for a yeah. semester, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll bust out some more Park Ranger Johnny on the podcast. <laughs> that pretzel bread, dear, don't you know? Yeah, because Sasquatch loves that pretzel he bread. Bro- man. Be- you better be careful. He gets yeah. aroused around that pretzel bread. He does, and then he comes charging, and then you don't know what to do. Anything we're missing in this before we <laughs> no, wrap up I and mean, move on. With, like, let's say the standards for Marvel now, though, mm-hmm. the standards for DC now, 
and let's say they're gonna they're gonna enact, DC's gonna enact on their plan. Mm-hmm. DC can outproduce Marvel when it comes to amount of films coming out. Whether quality is going to be there, it's that'll have to be a wait and, and see. And that's what I was going to say with DC. It's not the fact of how many movies you can pump out. It's what are they going to be like? Looking at the Shazam trailer, I'm not concerned about Shazam. Same, I'm not. I'm not. I I saw Wonder Woman. I'm not concerned about Wonder Woman, especially number two. Yeah, it's still Patty Jenkins. It's still Gal Gadot. Like I'm oh, not worried. I'm right on that. And the Joker. I'm not. I'm more optimistic for that one because it's a Joaquin Phoenix one, yeah. not the <laughs> man Leto. whose name should not be named. Oops, my bad. Um, the Voldemort of our podcast, uh, Jared Leto. <laughs> my bad, I said um, his name already. <laughs> well, since you said it, that's why I said it. Um, yeah, that's going to be an- another interesting one. Also, which is interesting, is I didn't look into this enough for a topic, but I've heard that, you know what other movies Marvel's kind of looking into? Hmm. Blade movies. Oh yeah, reintroducing I Blade. Think they could do X Men. They could do Fantastic Four. They could do a Blade movie. Or here's every year. one. They can use Avengers. Like they've got so much IP. I know DC has so much IP too. But well, here's one. Since we gotta not, make the movies good. First. Since we're not doing a topic on, like I can throw it in here real sure, quick. Go ahead. You told me about. Um, wow, I forgot the actor's Spawn. name already. No, that's Jamie Foxx. No, because that's what I. What's the other? Before. That's the other one you mentioned. Uh, Wesley Snipes, because he played Blade. Uh, no, um, doing Silver Surfer or Ghost Rider. Oh, uh, Norman Reedus. He wants to play Ghost Rider or um, Silver Surfer. Marvel can throw one of those out there, too. They I would, could. I mean, my vote getting would be, a non-Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider would be fun. I would say give, I would say if you're going to have him do one of the two, have him do Ghost Rider. I can feel Dude, it. he'd be feel good. Like you just basically take Daryl Dixon, <laughs> throw it in there, and... Rip off, them. rip off his skin and make his head on fire. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. I think that's all you really need to do is take mm-hmm. that. Well, take away the crossbow too. Switch it with yeah. a chain, basically. But like the outfit's literally the same. Like, it should be a close to the same. You can, like, yeah. If you really want to, the get, wings are like, get the get the reference. Like, say, hey, <laughs> just, can we just let us you have the wings on the back? Could you imagine, just like <laughs> Disney's, like, okay, we're gonna give you this thousand, like this ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars. To let us use that. Yeah, to use two wings on the back of a leather vest. (laughs) (laughs) And the mouse has so much money that they can just push it right along. Is that enough? Okay. Is that enough cheddar for you? It's it's, because it's Yeah, basically the mouse is, well, not even that. That's the pod I was giving. Not just that. They're the guy at the Italian restaurant where it's basically, just tell me when. Just tell me when you have enough cheese on that. Enough cheddar. It's on like it. I said. I said that's that's Parmesan, though. Yeah, I know, but like cheese, cheese. That's what you made Mouse, me think yeah. of. Like he, they're just piling on the money. It's like and it's like just tell me when. Just, just say when. when. Say when. Say when. I said one twenty minutes ago. And they keep piling it on. But yeah, for me with <laughs> we're DC, making sure you don't take it back. With me with DC, it's basically I am on the Wonder Woman was good. I'm not. I'm not nervous about the next ones coming up. Even Aquaman, I'm not yeah, nervous no, I'm about not after seeing that trailer. Um, but I need to have my faith reaffirmed a little bit. I'm never mm. going to go against DC, but I'm not at the same time blind to where us, I'm not blind to where it's like, man, BVS was the best movie I've ever seen. Join but, us, Ricky. Um, those words will never ecstatically be coming out Marvel of my mouth. Because I was not a fan of that one. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What do you think about DC possibly outproducing Marvel? The film schedules, the smaller budgets that we talked about, the mouse. Let us know what you think down below. 
in that comment section. And Johnny, it is time to end the podcast doing a little fun little segment that we are going to do here. Um, We're going to be talking about conventions or cons um, that we've always wanted to attend because this past weekend, not Mm -hmm. the one that we're recording, but last weekend and why we pre-recorded last week's show, you were in... uh, we're in Rosemont for a little uh, Wizard World Chicago. Yes, I was. Chicago. How was it? Let us know. Uh, pretty good, actually. Tell them. Tell well, them. How was it? Actually, it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> too bad you weren't there this, this I year. I was not. I was Sadly, not. Sadly, you weren't, weren't there this year. Uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. Um, I hope you guys went to the bar and poured one out for your fallen comrade. Sure, I don't know if I poured one out, but <laughs> we drank for you. Okay. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was fun. I mean, the one sad thing is, I know we always talk about it every mm-hmm. year, wanting to do the um, after party. Dave was saying it was highly... It was a bust. Yeah. I would go with it was a bust. Dave said it, you guys went the one, in costume to the bar and were out of place. Yeah, no. So we went <laughs> We went to the bar. This is the... Uh, like, it was entertaining mm-hmm. in itself usually to talk it's about now. Yeah, usually it's at... So, no. Uh, Hyatt. Hyatt. So usually... Um, it's kind of laid out for them. You and I and mm-hmm. Ricky. Why did I say Ricky? Dave, Dave uh, Mike, and our friend Ron as well. Mm-hmm. All have talked about going. Why am I not going? Um, going to the after party for mm-hmm. the past what three years? We talked about it now. Wanting to, wanting to check it out. Yeah, we wanted Which to check would be it out. Like six years. And usually, um, I think more actually. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about. Checking out the after party all mm-hmm. this time. Mike and I last year walked over to chat, like just look at it from mm-hmm. the like from outside because like we didn't dress up. We felt yeah. out of place not doing it. So we didn't go, but we checked it out. It was at the Hyatt. It was thumping. It was bumping. Baby. It was bumping. It was thumping. <laughs> it was a lot of uh, cosplay line as far as uh-huh. like down the whole mm-hmm. main entry of uh, the Hyatt. So you were like, damn, we doing this next year. Yeah, I was like, damn, we're doing this thing next year. We're going to make sure we cosplay for everything. So it's like, cool. Um, Did Dave cosplay? No, he didn't. Oh, okay. That's, when Dave was like, yeah, they, we were in cosplay. I was like, were you in cosplay? Dave was because not in Dave's cosplay. The, Dave, Dave's the guy, just so for everyone knows, when the last time I did it with you guys. Yes. Everyone made their own. Dave did not. We got to the con. Dave felt out of place, and we made a makeshift Coulson for him. Yes. I think he made it, like, right before we left. Yes, in the hotel room. No, I mean, right before, like, he left but the we house because he had to take a suit with yeah, him. Yeah, but we were also making it in the hotel room. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, anyways, um, back to the <laughs> back to the story. So, we mm-hmm. went, and it was at a new place this year. It was called, uh, the place is called Joe's Live. Okay. It's like, okay, cool. It's not that far from the hotel. We walked over there. There were... The three of us that were cosplaying and Dave, mm-hmm. and then there were like four other people to six other people total, mainly outside mm-hmm. in their cosplays, all just standing there like, so where's the after party exactly? Excuse me. Exactly. And we're looking around. We actually, we went in there and we look around. It's, it seemed more like your average Saturday afternoon in front of a live band. Ugh. And we just went in there like okay we stood there for like five minutes and go okay where's the after party Mm -hmm. thinking just thinking that we didn't ask anyone we looked around did you ever ask anyone no we said decided we walked back outside same thing those people were just standing there waiting like Mm -hmm. waiting to see if the after party we decided screw it we we went back to hotel change 
When and you got guys dinner. didn't pass the Hyatt to see, like, oh, maybe. We thought about it, and Ron and I were actually going to th- maybe um, mm-hmm. run there, check it out, and see if it was there. But then we decided it's already such, like, it's already, like, 10-something mm-hmm. by the time we get all the way over, get over all the way over to the Hyatt. It's an after party, man. There's no time limit on that. It wasn't, but we were hungry. We were starving. <laughs> so it's like, by the time we get over there, mm-hmm. check it out. Get like food I'm, and come back. It's like it's not gonna be worth going. Because I'm looking at the Rosemont area, and yeah. for everyone there, it's you've got the convention center right next to it's the Hyatt. So yeah, that makes the attached. most sense. Um, Joe's Live is kind of like I would say what a half mile walk. Like you've got to walk maybe a half mile. I'm being like, a little. I'm spitballing here. Yeah, but it's like you got to cross the street, which is impossible during the convention during it um, afterwards it's fine like the roads so dead. you gotta cross the main street then go to either one of the two um cross intersections turn to go i think that would be west and then you gotta head down a street then head south and boom there's joe's life it just seems like it seems like have it to a place that's connected because it's like I'm at the con. Do I really want to walk that far yeah, to go to, to this be after honest, party? I would think, like, maybe they'll, because I think from what I've seen, it was mm-hmm. a bust this past year. So what I would think is hopefully they'll switch it back and go back with the Hyatt, because mm-hmm. that made more sense to us. We all yeah. thought about this. Like, they should just because it's connected. It's literally the one that's most connected to the convention center. Mm-hmm. Then we had our hotel that we did the Embassy Suites again. Though I think you remember that one, right? Yeah. We're a beautiful view down into the middle of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we so we got that one, and we walk. It's not that far of a walk. We walk underneath the uh, or through the the garage, the mm-hmm. parking garage. Yeah, and you're right there. There's a nice little square area it's with a one, bunch of bars it's and grills. The one we did the last time I went with you guys. Yes, that's yeah. the. There's that then, over there. It's like it goes over the street and it's a little bridge, and then you're yeah, you're right in the convention. Center. We yeah, exactly. We could have done that. We could. You have to go into the parking garage, go through the bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. But no, if the, where Joe's live is, is you go through that parking garage, mm-hmm. and then there's this squ- area. Yeah, I'm and just saying there's a for bar people there. that but are no. not there at the hotel. If I'm coming out of the convention center, a finding it is like, well, fuck that. I know we've all got. Oh, it's weird now, to try and find online. But it's like it's also the time of like you know what. I'm tired. Like if you're it, tired already, it brings me back to the idea of like when we were doing the end cards for MVP. Like at the end of the video, they all see like the different um, options that they can yeah. click. Mark, it comes back to the selection theory or choice theory that Mark brought up, where it's like you give someone, you give someone less choices, they're more likely to just click. So, like, you give them one option, they're more likely to click it. True. If you give them four options, they're going to get overwhelmed and go, ah, click out. Whereas this is more of a, I got to make the decision of, okay, do I got to walk there? Like, if you put it right next to the convention, it makes it easier to well, work especially like, since oh, I will check it out because it doesn't hassle me in whatever way. It starts shortly after the mm-hmm. usually the uh, co- cosplay competition, yes. at least the time that used to be. The, I don't contest. Know, the contest. The contest, yeah. And God, so, I remember when Ron did that and we were mm-hmm. there all night. We uh, That was a long time. <laughs> that was a long, long night. <laughs> I was sitting there in my Cat America boots just like, I want to go. My boot, these dogs are a barking. Daddy. I want to go home. Well, because I wore like rain boots. From, I know you like, did. Yeah, I I wore rain boots from Walmart that I had spray painted red. Oh, I remember because there was a red mark on my seatbelt yes. from my other car. Is it still there. I don't know. I don't own the car okay, anymore. That's right. Um, but 
the main it thing, was before we sold it. <laughs> the main thing that we're getting into today it, yes. so, yeah. is because of that, we're going to talk about what conventions have we always like. This is the one where it's like, what convention that you haven't been to that you've always wanted to go to? So I'm going to ask you first. Okay. You're going to give your first one. What is a convention or a con that you've always wanted to go to but have not yet? You oh. have to go to before you die. I'm going to start with the biggest one and work my way down since then. Mm-hmm. It's always been SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego, Con. baby. The, the mecca of <laughs> the Comic-Con. Me- exactly. It's the mecca of Comic-Cons. I uh-huh. want to go to that one someday. And obviously, it's going to be years well, down you, the road. you, want to cosplay at it. And I do. One of those. Yeah. Exactly. I want to cosplay at it. And the thing that, like, the reason why it's probably number one for you is, like... For those of you out there, when Johnny cosplays, you are the kind of person you don't take shortcuts. I don't. I don't like. Well, I take shortcuts in the, in the spot end. of money. Yeah. When it comes to money, but, but like, I you like actually to put effort into. Well, I mean, you saw my van braces, right? Yes, in I person. Did. Yeah, I've got. Yeah. I got so many compliments. One mm-hmm. guy asked where I bought it from this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I said I. I made. I this. made this. What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I. I made this. Whereas, like, I mean. Other cosplays, I get that cosplay is like supposed to be just like, yeah, you're doing it, but it's like there are some that are on a lesser level mm-hmm. than what you put in. Like you put in the work, you put in the blood, sweat, and the tears, literally, um, to get these as good every year. So I mean, just to let them know what kind of a cosplayer you are. Yeah, no, I like to put the effort in, and when I like what I'm doing, we already, we the, I guess the group already mm-hmm. decided what we're doing next, what they want to do for cosplay next year. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Or they want to do Star Wars, your like original make Star Wars. So I'll pass on that one. I already decided. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I like cosplaying. Whatever, I'll do it. And then yeah. it gives me the the. I like Star Wars, but I'm not gonna dress up in Star Wars. Like I'm not that much in Star Wars. To be honest, I find it kind of boring. But yeah, it's just a robe. Well, that's why I'm doing. It's my, a robe and a lightsaber. I'm like, doing. I'm doing an original make with mine mm-hmm. more so. I mean, everyone else is too, but I'm like trying to plan it out as much as I. I've already started planning mm-hmm. just so I can make it original. I can make it yeah. cool. I might still do a secondary costume anyway, because well, I'm going to teach myself to sew now. And the reason why uh, you might think that's boring is it's it not a lot seems to put like into there's it. There's no creativity. There's not a lot to put into it. Yeah, like I'm put. I'm making up stuff to mm-hmm. put into it. Just so I, I'm, I've you've made, got, you've got a creative. I've mind. made a character background story already because mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out something to put into this. Yeah. So that's why I might. I'm teaching myself to sew this winter, mm-hmm. so I finally have that under my belt for cosplaying. Because mm-hmm. uh, in case, well, they don't know, but you know, most of mine have already have all been armor builds. Kind of, yeah. Thor, Thor, War Thor, Machine. Thor, War Machine. Yeah. Can you do anything besides Thor, Johnny? That's basically the <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Well, actually, the other one I'm thinking about making mm-hmm. is Wolverine, finally. Okay. Well, that would be I've been right waiting up years. Your alley. I've been waiting. It's going to have some arm- armoring to mm-hmm. it, but not a, not a lot to the where everything else has been. I'm going to double down on <laughs> yeah. you. One that I've always wanted to go to, and it's actually going on right now, um, is Dragon Con. Yes. Dragon Con has been the one where Over I remember in Atlanta, about, Georgia. I remember so about are. a year or two ago. Yeah. I actually told you, I'm like, hey, let's go now. Let's go to Dragon Con. Yeah. And we just couldn't get it to work. And I really wanted to go to Dragon Schedules Con. Schedules and money are the thing. Which it's also is why like Hot Lana, which is 
far from Chicago. Exactly. It's about yeah. a thirteen hour trip. In some twelve, about, thirteen hour. About a half a day. I'd say thirteen to fifteen hour. That. You could do that in a day. We went down to Tennessee to see you in a You're day. right. I've driven what is it, ten hours mm-hmm. in one shot before. Yeah. Which Dave always complains about that trip, but like I told him, I offered to drive, he just wouldn't let me drive. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd be happy to drive. <laughs> I don't mind driving long trips. Mm-hmm. You'd stop every like two hours to pee and whatever, yeah, we, get, some, a, get a we snack. Stopped, we stopped once in Indiana. No, I'm just saying, if you want to make that trip a little bit bearable, you stop for like 10 minutes to pee because yeah. I don't want to use the bottle or the, 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 the cup. The worst part about that trip was going to see you. We were getting there late at night. Yeah. So when we were driving the mountain. Oh, the mountains. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> no, because I know what let, you're talking let about. Let me finish for them. I'm not saying. We're driving along the mountain, and I'm just looking out of the pasture like, man, there is like, I can't really see anything. Like, man, and we're just do-do-do-do-do, just driving along, like da-da-da, and then leaving to come back. We saw it in the daylight, and I look out, and I go, Holy crap, that's what was there? Just nothing. Yeah, no, just no fall that's why I left because I, dro- <laughs> I drove down there for a few months and I know mm-hmm. that you drive up those, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's no guardrail. There's not. You oh, go we, off that, you're going down. We didn't know that. I know. Driving that's there. That's the funny part. You couldn't I re- see it. I also remember that story because that's, that's why I started laughing right away. Luckily, Because you guys didn't know that nothing was there. Luckily, Dave was a safe driver. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Like, And I'm sitting there like, la-di-da-di-da, we're going to <laughs> Like, Tennessee. nothing's wrong. Like, nothing's going to happen to us. And <laughs> and then it shook me going oh, home that I was hilarious. afraid. Yeah, but no, like. <laughs> Drag like I have I have a few where Yeah, no, I understand. So I've got Dragon Con. That's kind of my big Comic Con one um that I've always wanted to go to. San Diego Comic Con I always feel like is yeah, of course it's there. Um but for me the big ones not related to Comic Cons are I gotta go to E three one day. Yeah, E3 is I another really one. I really want to go to E three one day and kind of just because I'm a big video game guy, I'm a big gamer, so I mean I wanna go to E3, maybe some of the PAXs, either like PAX West or um, I think there's like a PAX East. Gen PAX Con South we West. keep talking about. Dave's actually been to Gen Con. But we haven't. It's close. It's closer uh, to us. It's Indiana. Indy to Chicago, yeah. Indianapolis. Um, so it's not that far of a drive. That one's doable. Another one, and I can't remember exactly what con mm-hmm. it is. I, do- I know there's a Wizard World for this, but I know there's a different convention too. New York. Comic Con. Yes, I would love to do that one, and that one is more a little bit more plausible drive than uh, Dragon Con, actually. Mm-hmm. I, which is why I'm like, maybe next year if it's in the right time, we can go do it. Maybe the not. Thing, the thing that I regret most about not going to Wizard World this year mm-hmm. was, and I know, like, I didn't even have to ask any of you guys because none of you guys are cool enough to want to go see it. But uh, not only was Eric Matthews there. Not only yes, we're not cool enough. To none of you guys were going to go see that no, unless we I was like, I'm going to go see that. Who's coming with me? Yeah, um, and the only way I would do it if it was a free panel. Exactly. Basically, you had Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, they were there. You had Boy Meets World. Topanga was there. You had the bromance with uh, Sean and um, I'm blank Corey. Corey. And then Eric, because Eric's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Eric is my favorite. Will is my favorite because not only is he Eric Matthews, not only is he Deadpool, but he's Batman Beyond as well. He's Terry McGinnis, too. True. So basically, three things that I love in my life, the animated Deadpool that was 
Um, he was in like the Ultimate Spider-Man and stuff. Batman Beyond, which was right up my F and alley. Mm-hmm. And then he was Eric Matthews. Matthews. Mr. Feeney. That's my worst uh, Eric Matthews. I can't project it as high as he can. Mine's more of like a high pitch, like, Ricky, why are you doing that? Yeah, sort of. There, There's one that you were telling me that's uh, going on, we'll just say in Chicago, um, that I may want to go to. Yeah. Um, because not only is the guy whose shirt I'm wearing today, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. going to be there, the ICC champ. Um, but also, my favorite female wrestler at the moment, Alexa Bliss, is going to be there. So, for sure, I've got two of their shirts. I'm like, Ace duh, Midwest. I'm going so there. They know, in case any of them yeah. want to go check it out, too. I'm like, duh. It's I'm October uh, 12th through 14th. You might see us there if you go, because yeah. uh, Ricky's want to get some autographs. I want to get some autographs, because also, Brolin, um, Evans, mm-hmm. Hiddleston, and uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen. Will all be are all supposed to be there. So I'm at least getting Evans. If I have the money, maybe I'll get one or two others. But mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like you mentioned, you're like, oh, the Bella Twins will be there. I'm like, eh. and then you're yeah. like Seth Rollins, and I went Seth Rollins. And See, then you said, be... and then you said Alexa Bliss, and I was like, oh, Ricky's Alexa, heart like, like dropped in the the positive way. Like, well, oh, she's gonna be there. The thing it is, is I like, can profess my love. Like, my favorite all-time wrestler of all time is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Like, that's a childhood thing that'll never be Mm. shaken. But, like, right now, kind of watching, I was kind of thinking about this driving to the podcast today because I was wearing the wrestling shirt, um, Burn It Down, today. But right now, I've got, like, four favorite favorite, um, wrestlers. That's the word I'm looking for. On the guy side... It's Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins would be the guys that I love just watching their matches and love watching them on TV. On the women's side, it's Alexa Bliss is one of them because it's like she's a heel, so she's like the bad person, the villain, but she plays it so well. Mm -hmm. And she's such a bitch, and she plays the bitch so well to where it's just I love her character and one of my favorite. And then Becky Lynch. Also, so it's like you said two of my favorites that I thought about today, and I'm like, well, I was kind of on the fence, but Johnny, I'm in. Also, uh, Ronan. Ronan will be there. Ronan? From uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? I missed that one. Yeah, he's right here. Lee Pace. Because I looked at it, I said, Captain Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, oh, Ronan the Accuser is going to be there. Okay, see, I couldn't remember who that was. That's why I didn't mention it. Yeah, but so you got Chris Evans, Hiddleston, Zazie Beetz, Brolin. We may as well mention Zazie yeah. Beetz will be there, too, I mean, uh, the from only, the Deadpool movie. The only one mm-hmm. that's kind of uh, listed so far that is kind of like uh, is Tom Ellis, Lucifer. I don't really watch Lucifer, so that's why for me it's like, um, uh, I don't know if... Uh, if that one's going to be one that I want, but you know what's funny? I'm looking at right now kind mm-hmm. of the autographs. So Chris Evans, um, Saturday Group 1, sold out. Saturday Shit. Group 2, sold out. Oh, no. Elizabeth Olsen, Saturday Group 1 is sold out, but Group 2 is not. She still has open slots. Brolin still has open slots on Saturday Group 2 and then Sunday um, hmm. Well, then there goes that idea. Tom, Tom Hiddleston is sold out. Uh, that that I'm not, both of them. That I'm not surprised. Um, so Evans is sold out too. Yeah, Evans and Tom Hiddleston are sold out. Damn. Um, Ronan the Accuser has all three of his open. Um, Brolin's only sold out for Group One on Saturday. So either 
Saturday or Sunday, he still has slots for, and Elizabeth Olsen is the same way. Um, she's got one Saturday sold out, but then has some Saturday and Sunday open. Um, Alexa Bliss has not sold out yet. That is a, ooh, that's a Friday. And then Seth Rollins is also not sold out. Zazzy Beats is also not sold out. So it looks like your Chris Evans and your Tom Hiddleston's, uh, Damn. Next time we got to get on that a little. Soon. Yeah, we do because uh, I was gonna. So, however, you were with me. I got that Stan Lee signed poster. However, on Sunday, mm-hmm. I know it's six hundred and seventy-five bucks, but there's a photo op with all four of them. Mm, yeah, no, I don't have that money. <laughs> and then they've got Cable and Domino for two ninety, um, four twenty. Hiddleston and Evans still has open spots for Saturday and Sunday. Chris Evans still has photo op spots. Wow, two hundred bucks to get your picture taken with Chris Evans. I mean, high profile. I just need his I get autograph. That. But like Tom Hitt- Tom Hiddleston is the most sold out for photo. I'm ops. not surprised by that, to be honest. I'm I'm in no way surprised by that. Um, I just I wanted to get as mm-hmm. you you know because you were there with me when I got it. I got Stanley's autograph on that one poster. Yeah, and it has twelve. Of the like Avengers, mm-hmm. so I was thinking, well, what, why the hell not get Evans to sign that one? Yeah, and hopefully and he signs the Captain America part as opposed to someone else. It's also fine uh, if you say we're not going to go to that now because like the wrestling no. ones that I looked at, yeah, they're Friday. I'm are they? Oh yeah. Unless it's like, a, oh, if it's a figuring out what time it is, but now that I work on Fridays, it's that can't can't go to that. So. Uh, that's one that we'll have to look at for next year. Well, uh, well, at least the other thing is we'll go and see if we want to check it out for the day so we yeah. know eventually if we want to do it again. Hey, works for me. Yeah. I mean, it's right here in Chicago. It's You could watch. You'll go and you'll be like, fine, I'll get Josh Brolin's autograph. And I guess. You'll, and you'll get Josh Brolin's autograph. I might. Or, or Elizabeth Olsen. Or I'll surprise you and just be like, hey, Johnny, look, we're getting our picture taken with all four of them. Oh, God. Let's go. <laughs> Don't do that because I'm going to feel Could guilty. you imagine you and I getting our pictures taken? I would bring the shield and be like, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. I know it's not as good as yours. It's okay that mine's not movie quality. <laughs> <laughs> you better say that line then if it's, that happens. Well, duh. You'd have to. Could you imagine you and I getting your picture taken with Chris Evans, Tom Hiddleston, Josh Brolin, and Elizabeth Olsen? That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. It would be. We might have to do that. Well, the question is, if I can get Josh Brolin or Elizabeth Olsen's autograph, <laughs> mm-hmm. do I have them sign that poster as well? Probably not. Are, I feel like are get the them... characters on it? No. Then no. Get them to sign the pop yeah. figurines I have of them. Mm-hmm. That's what the I Thanos would do. Thanos one. Um, and the... Here's the question. I don't have a would you one. have them actually sign the pop figurine or sign the box? The box. You don't have them actually sign the actual pop. Why? Because that, no. You just have them sign the box because you keep them in the box anyways. At least I do. But then the box is the only thing that's valuable. No, because it goes, it's all one thing. You yeah, but if a, you take it out of the box, the box which is... Which I don't do. I don't know. Ricky the, doesn't the, know how to do collections. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> no the only reason why I F and ask there, now I'm getting a little, little, little testy with you, is... <laughs> yeah, uh, you is. Like, I have a signed miniature helmet. From Chris Carter. Okay. And in that one, he didn't sign the outside, like, the plastic casing. That's different, he though. He signed the actual helmet. Also, the bad part is you really don't have someone to sign on a pop figurine very well. True. So. Like, the helmet, sign- there's 
anywhere. A spa- that you exactly. Can sign the space. On a helmet. Not really on a pop figurine. At least maybe not mm-hmm. like the, the maybe maybe the Thanos one. There would be space on the pop figurine mm-hmm. because it's like it's the six inch one. It's not the average. Yeah. Little one. Oh no! Maybe that Friday I might uh might be sick from work to go get Seth Rollins and Alexa Bliss's autograph. Sick enough not to go to work, but uh, not sick enough to uh, go in and get those autographs. But any other conventions you want to mention? Um, For me, the only ones that I was going to mention is like the Paxes or the E threes and the gaming ones. Not that I'm like horribly like I w- I need to go to it mm-hmm. because obviously we've already been in C two. I've we've been to C two E two. I've been to C two E two a second time, so I'm not even going to throw that one in the race anymore. Yeah, um, BlizzCon would be cool to go check out one year. Hmm. But I hear I that's about hella BlizzCon. expensive, and it's also in California, yeah. in Anaheim. Is so, it Anaheim? Uh, it's Anaheim. Yeah. Anaheim is a great is a great area, though. Is it? It is. Like, I mean, because I'm pretty well, sure you've been generally there. Haven't that's you? VidCon. That's where VidCon is. VidCon too? is okay. at the. I Anaheim. didn't know it was Anaheim. Yeah, I just so knew it was in California. VidCon is at the Anaheim Convention Center. So it might even be the same convention it center. Will probably be the same convention center. For yeah, BlizzCon. Because I know that the and the that other one, one that's not high on my list, but I would mind going if someone gave me tickets to it, mm-hmm. is like um, the D23, the like Disney oh, yeah. Expo. That would be cool. That's where they show, I forgot about that. That's where they showed the first uh, look at the trailer for Avengers. Yeah. Remember when we got that like the real, shaky cam? Yeah, that's like where they showed some of those. So, I mean, the Disney Expo, I wouldn't mind going to. That would be cool well. to go see as well. I forgot about the D3, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, because that area is nice because you've got the convention center right next to it is Disneyland. Oh, so you can go. go there. Dave and I didn't because I know that when Brandon and I went, we just walked around. But I know with if I go with like Dave, if I go with you, we're not going to walk around and not be scared to stand in lines mm-hmm. um, and talk because it go to go to Six Flags in Illinois. Think about that line and then times it by fifty. That's a line. For Disney, like yeah. some of the lines were like, "Holy crap, that looks long!" And for me, I'm like, for me, I'm like to Brandon, I was like, I don't really want to stand in line, but I'm expecting to stand in line. Oh like, yeah, that's what you do when you're in an amusement park. But we didn't go on any rides, and we just kind of walked around. Yeah, but I think, I mean, that's all I got right now. I'm in the I'm in the research of finding more of them too. So mm-hmm. honestly. If they have any down below, please let me know because I would love to find more out because I would love to um, expand my horizons on con- conve- conventions. Or cons. Or cons. Or cons. But not like pros and cons, like cons meaning conventions because that's what we're talking about. Uh, any final thoughts before I wrap it up? No, I'm excited to go. I still kind of want to see maybe check this one out on Saturday mm-hmm. if there's at least an autograph one or yeah. both of us can get. Yeah. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. What is your comic, your comic con, your convention? Could be any convention that you've always wanted to go to, but you haven't been able to yet. Which one are you like? I have to go to this one at least once before basically my time on earth here is kaputs. Um, and I'm not going to be able to go to it after that. Let us know down below what that convention or conventions might be. But that's going to do it for the Rick and Johnny this week. Had a little fun show. For you guys, we'll be back next week. Housekeeping here at the end. Make sure to support us on patreon.com backslash Podcast. You can also buy an MVP t-shirt down below in the description. You can also get that at mostvaluablepodcast.com where you can catch MVP each and every day. And then last but not least, make sure to go on to iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Steve, I'm still looking at you, Steve. 
I mentioned you early on. I'm still looking at you. Let us know what you think also after you rate it five stars. Tell us why you like listening to the podcast each and every week. Want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Want to thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.